听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎收听轻松调频美文阅读 m o t o Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。今天我们将会听到奥地利诗人赖内·玛利亚的一句话，英国著名文人威廉·莎士比亚的一首诗歌《Spring》春，以及由中国台湾散文作家张晓峰所写的一篇文章《春之怀古》，Meditating on Springs of the Past。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. Spring has returned. The earth is like a child that knows poems. Rainer Maria Rilke. 春天回来了。大地变得像一个会作诗的孩子。赖内·玛利亚·里尔克。赖内·玛利亚·里尔克，奥地利诗人，出生于布拉格，其早期代表作为《生活与诗歌》《梦幻》《耶稣降临节》等。成熟期的代表作有《祈祷书》《新诗集》《新诗续集》以及《杜伊诺哀歌》等。此外，里尔克还有日记体长篇小说《马尔特手记》。1875年，里尔克出生于一个铁路职员家庭。高中毕业后，在布拉格大学等校学习哲学、文学史和艺术史。此后，曾在慕尼黑和柏林从事写作。在文坛崭露头角后，里尔克在国内国外不停地游历。1915年一战期间被征入伍，服役于维也纳战事档案馆。1919年迁居瑞士，直到去世。莱内玛利亚·里尔克与叶芝、艾略特被誉为欧洲现代最伟大的三位诗人。他的存在主义思想更是深深地影响到后来的存在主义大师海德格尔与萨特等人。可以说是存在主义的一大诗性源头。里尔克的诗歌尽管充满了孤独、痛苦的情绪和悲观虚无思想，但艺术造诣却很高。他不仅展示了诗歌的音乐美和雕塑美，而且表达了一些难以表达的内容，扩大了诗歌的艺术表现领域，对现代诗歌的发展产生了巨大影响。Spring has returned. The earth is like a child that knows poems. Rainer Maria Rilke. 春天回来了，大地变得像一个会作诗的孩子。赖内·玛利亚·里尔克。欢迎您继续收听轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read， 我是沈听。下面让我们一起来读诗。More to Read， 闭上双眼，静静聆听。
敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day。William Shakespeare. When daisies pied, and violets blue, and lady smocks all silver white, and cuckoo buds of yellow hue, do paint the meadows with delight, the cuckoo then, on every tree, mocks married men, for thus sings he, cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo! A word of fear, unpleasing to a married ear. When shepherds pipe on oaten straws, and merry larks are ploughmen's clocks, when turtles tread and rooks and daws, and maidens bleach their summer smocks, the cuckoo, then on every tree, mocks married men. For thus sings he, cuckoo, 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 a word of fear, unpleasing to a married ear. Spring, William Shakespeare. 苦水清银白，毛浪黄灿，草地快乐染，树上布谷鸟，嘲笑已昏汉。布谷，布谷，布谷。哦，可怕讨厌的话，对已婚者的耳朵叫喊。当牧羊人吹响麦秆哨，欢乐的云雀给农夫做钟表。当海龟、乌鸦和雪鸟嬉戏打闹，少女们把夏服浆漂。树上布谷鸟，嘲笑已婚汉。布谷，布谷，布谷。哦，可怕讨厌的话，对已婚者的耳朵叫喊。听到了这首诗歌《Spring》春，出自英国著名文人威廉·莎士比亚。英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人小斐为您朗诵，由徐景成翻译。威廉·莎士比亚出生于1564年的4月23日 ，1616 年4月23日去世，是英国文学史上最杰出的戏剧家，也是西方文艺史上最杰出的作家之一。全世界最卓越的文学家之一，其作品是人文主义文学的杰出代表，在世界文学史上占有极其重要的地位。我们今天读到的这首《春》，是威廉·莎士比亚的早期喜剧《爱的徒劳》当中的一首歌。《爱的徒劳》讲述纳瓦国君臣四人发誓要清心寡欲，拒绝一切物质享受，不近女色，专心读书三年。可是，当美丽的法国公主和她的侍女们来到宫廷后，他们就把誓言忘得一干二净
争先恐后的向他们求爱，但由于他们缺少真实的感情，法国公主把他们训斥一番以后离弃他们而去。威廉·莎士比亚在这部戏剧中讽刺了宫廷贵族的爱情言辞和爱情观。那么这首诗要表达的是一个已婚者在无可奈何的等待他所追求女士的回应时，内心显得失望和落寞，并徒生颓败之情。诗人用已婚的耳朵作为转喻，用来表明，无论布谷鸟的鸣叫表达的是什么，都不是令人愉快的事情。而提到用布谷鸟嘲笑已婚男子，则是指布谷鸟在别的鸟巢中下蛋的把戏。在这首诗中，莎士比亚讽刺性的使用了“春”这个名词。春天是万物生发的季节，它能点燃激情。但是，倘若读者怀着找寻浪漫或激情的想法来读这首诗，那么恐怕要失望了。诗人非但没有这样做，反而是点燃了怀疑和猜忌的火花。通常，布谷鸟的出现和它的歌声总是给人们带来安慰，但在这首诗中，它反倒是破坏了公爵这位已婚男子的心情。Spring, William Shakespeare. When daisies pied, and violets blue, and lady smocks all silver white, and cuckoo buds of yellow hue, do paint the meadows with delight. The cuckoo then, on every tree, mocks married men, for thus sings he. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo! A word of fear, unpleasing to a married ear. When shepherds pipe on oaten straws, and merry larks are ploughmen's clocks, when turtles tread and rooks and daws, and maidens bleach their summer smocks, the cuckoo, then on every tree. Mocks married men, for thus sings he: Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo! O word of fear, unpleasing to a married ear. Beauty of words. 欢迎您继续收听轻松调频美文阅读 More to Read. 我是沈听。下面让我们一起来感受 Beauty of words. 张晓峰，一九四一年出生于浙江金华，江苏铜山人，是中国台湾著名的散文家。他毕业于中国台湾东吴大学。并曾执教于该大学及中国香港浸会学院。余光中曾称其文字柔婉中带刚劲，将之列为第三代散文家中的名家。又有人称其文“比如太阳之热，霜雪之真，偏偏有寒梅之香，字字若璎珞敲冰”。
。好，那么在今天的节目中，我们就一起来读一篇由张晓峰所写的文章，《春之怀古》（Meditating on Springs of the Past）。英文版本由我的同事崔兴玉为您朗读，由张梦景、杜耀文翻译。《春之怀古》，张晓峰。Meditating on springs of the past, Zhang Xiaofeng. 春天必然曾经是这样的。从绿意内敛的山头，一把雪再也撑不住了，扑哧的一声，将冷面笑成花面。一首丝丝然的歌，便从云端唱到山路，从山路唱到低低的荒村，唱入篱落，唱入一只小鸭的黄蒲，唱入软融融的春泥。软如一床新翻的棉被的春泥。Spring must have been like this. On top of the hill where spring had settled, the last traces of snow's grip weaken. With a sneaker, it smiles like a flower under a cold face. Then from the clouds, a faint song would flow over the hills and pour into the low and desolate villages, through fences, over ducklings' yellow-webbed toes. And into the molten soft spring mud, as soft as a bed with its freshly restored cotton-padded quilt. 那样娇，那样敏感，却又那样混沌无涯。一声雷可以无端的惹哭满天的云，一阵杜鹃啼可以逗极了一城杜鹃花，一阵风起，每一颗柳。都会吟出一则则白茫茫、虚飘飘、说也说不清、听也听不清的飞絮，每一丝飞絮都是一株柳的分号。反正春天就是这样不讲理、不逻辑，而仍可以好的让人心平气和。It is so charming, so sensitive, and yet so confusing. A thunder can cause a whole sky of clouds to weep for no reason. And a call of the cuckoo can make azalea flowers around the city to blossom. A gust of wind can make every willow chant in white and softly flying catkins, which cannot be explained and heard clearly. Each flying catkin is like the semicolon of the willow tree. In any case, spring is so unreasonable and illogical, and yet it can still be so wonderful that it can make people feel balanced and good-humored. 春天必然曾经是这样的，满堂夜暗花残的枯梗，抵死苦守一节老根；北地里千宅万户的屋梁，受尽风凄雪压，犹自温柔的抱着一团小小的空虚的燕巢。Spring must have been like this. All the dry stalks in the pond, with their great leaves and withered flowers, lay motionless, fastened to a part of their old root. After having suffered greatly from the bully of winds and snow, the roof beams of ten thousand households in the north fields are now tenderly guarding a small, empty swallow nest. 然后，忽然有一天，桃花把所有的山村水阔都攻陷了，柳树把皇室的玉钩和民间的江头都控制住了。春天有如旌旗鲜明的王师。因为长期虔诚的期盼祝祷而美丽起来。Then one day, all of a sudden, peach flowers embellished all the mountain villages and along every brook and stream. 
The willow catkins controlled both the ditches of the royal families and the river heads of the ordinary people. Spring is like the royal army with bright colored banners, which becomes still more charming for its long time devout patience. 而关于春天的名字，必然曾经有这样的一段故事。在《诗经》之前，在《尚书》之前，在仓颉造字之前，一只小羊在啮草时猛然感到的多汁，一个孩子放风筝时猛然感觉到的飞腾，一双患风痛的腿在猛然间感到的舒火。千千万万双素手在溪畔、在塘畔、在江畔浣纱时所猛然感到的水的血脉。当他们惊讶地奔走互告的时候，他们决定将嘴撅成吹口哨的形状，用一种愉快的耳语的声量来为这季节命名——春。When it comes to the name spring, there must be such a story. Before the Book of Songs. Before the book of history, and before the creation of characters by Tang Jie, a lamb was grazing when suddenly it discovered the grass was juicy. A child was flying a kite when suddenly he felt a strange sore. A pair of legs suffering from rheumatism suddenly felt an easing comfort, and many coarse hands washing silk by the lakesides, ponds, and rivers felt a sudden pulse in the water. Encountering these sudden surprises, they would all run around to spread the wonderful news. And while they called to all, they all decided to pucker their mouths and gave the season the name Chun, meaning spring. 鸟又可以开始丈量天空了，有的负责丈量天的蓝度，有的负责丈量天的透明度，有的负责用那双翼丈量天的高度和深度。而所有的鸟全不是好的数学家，他们吱吱喳喳的算了又算，合了又合，终于还是不敢宣布统计数字。At this time, birds could again measure the sky. Some were in charge of measuring the blue color, some were in charge of measuring its transparency, and still others were responsible for measuring the height and depth of the sky with their wings. However, all the birds were by no means good mathematicians. After repeated counts and checks with their chirps, they finally refrained from declaring their results. 至于所有的花，已交给蝴蝶去点数；所有的蕊，交给蜜蜂去鞭策；所有的树，交给风去纵宠；而风，交给檐前的老风铃去一一记忆，一一垂询。As for all the counting of flowers, it was the task of the butterflies. The bees made lists of the stamens and left the trees for the wind's indulgence, and the winds were entrusted to the old wind bell before the eaves to remember one by one. 春天必然曾经是这样，或者在什么地方，它仍然是这样的吧？穿越烟囱与烟囱的黑森林。我想走访那植株在烟远年代中的春天。Spring must have been like this, or possibly somewhere beyond it is still like this. Passing through the dark forest of chimneys, I want to visit the spring which is still roaming through ancient times. 
春之怀古，张晓峰。春天必然曾经是这样的，从绿意内敛的山头，一把雪再也撑不住了，扑哧的一声，将冷面笑成花面。一首丝丝然的歌，便从云端唱到山路，从山路唱到低低的荒村，唱入篱落，唱入一只小鸭的黄蒲，唱入软融融的春泥。软如一床新翻的棉被的春泥，那样娇，那样敏感，却又那样混沌无涯。一声雷可以无端的惹哭满天的云，一阵杜鹃啼可以逗极了一城杜鹃花，一阵风起，每一颗柳都会吟出一则则白茫茫、虚飘飘、说也说不清、听也听不清的飞絮，每一丝飞絮。都是一株柳的分号。反正，春天就是这样不讲理、不逻辑，而仍可以好的让人心平气和。春天必然曾经是这样的。满堂夜暗花残的枯梗，抵死苦守一节老根。北地里千宅万户的屋梁，受尽风起雪压，犹自温柔的抱着一团小小的空虚的燕巢。然后，忽然有一天，桃花把所有的山村水阔都攻陷了，柳树把皇室的玉钩和民间的江头都控制住了。春天有如旌旗鲜明的王师，因为长期虔诚的企盼祝祷而美丽起来。而关于春天的名字，必然曾经有这样的一段故事：在《诗经》之前，在《尚书》之前。在仓颉造字之前，一只小羊在啮草时猛然感到的多汁，一个孩子放风筝时猛然感觉到的飞腾，一双患风痛的腿在猛然间感到的舒活，千千万万双素手在西畔、在塘畔、在江畔浣纱时所猛然感到的水的血脉。当他们惊讶地奔走互告的时候。他们决定将嘴撅成吹口哨的形状，用一种愉快的耳语的声量来为这季节命名。春，鸟又可以开始丈量天空了。有的负责丈量天的蓝度，有的负责丈量天的透明度，有的负责用双翼丈量天的高度和深度。而所有的鸟全不是好的数学家，他们吱吱喳喳的算了又算，合了又合。终于还是不敢宣布统计数字。至于所有的花，已交给蝴蝶去点数；所有的蕊，交给蜜蜂去鞭策；所有的树，交给风去纵宠；而风，交给檐前的老风铃去一一记忆、一一垂询。春天，必然曾经是这样，或者在什么地方，它仍然是这样的吧。穿越烟囱与烟囱的黑森林，我想走访那执着在烟远年代中的春天。Meditating on springs of the past, Zhang Xiaofeng. Spring must have been like this, on top of the hill where spring has settled. The last traces of snow scrape weaken, 
with a sneaker. It smiles like a flower under a cold face. Then from the clouds, a faint song would flow over the hills and pour into the low and desolate villages, through fences, over ducklings' yellow-webbed toes, and into the molten soft spring mud, as soft as a bed with its freshly restored cotton-padded quilt. It is so charming, so sensitive, and yet so confusing. A thunder can cause a whole sky of clouds to weep for no reason, and a call of the cuckoo can make azalea flowers around the city to blossom. A gust of wind can make every willow chant in white and softly flying catkins, which cannot be explained and heard clearly. Each flying catkin is like the semicolon of the willow tree. In any case, spring is so unreasonable and illogical. And yet, it can still be so wonderful that it can make people feel balanced and good-humored. Spring must have been like this: all the dry stalks in the pond, with their great leaves and withered flowers, lay motionless, fastened to a part of their old root. After having suffered greatly from the bully of winds and snow, the roof beams of ten thousand households in the north fields are now tenderly guarding a small, empty swallow nest. Then one day, all of a sudden, peach flowers embellished all the mountain villages and along every brook and stream. The willow catkins controlled both the ditches of the royal families and the river heads of the ordinary people. Spring is like the royal army with bright-colored banners, which becomes still more charming for its long-time devout patience. When it comes to the name spring, there must be such a story. Before the Book of Songs. Before the Book of History, and before the creation of characters by Tang Jie, a lamb was grazing when suddenly it discovered the grass was juicy. A child was flying a kite when suddenly he felt a strange sore. A pair of legs suffering from rheumatism suddenly felt an easing comfort, and many coarse hands washing silk by the lakesides, ponds, and rivers felt a sudden pulse in the water. Encountering these sudden surprises, they would all run around to spread the wonderful news. And while they called to all, they all decided to pucker their mouths and gave the season the name Chun, meaning spring. At this time, birds could again measure the sky. Some were in charge of measuring the blue color. Some were in charge of measuring its transparency, and still others. Were responsible for measuring the height and depth of the sky with their wings. However, all the birds were by no means good mathematicians. After repeated counts and checks with their chirps, they finally refrained from declaring their results. As for all the counting of flowers, it was the task of the butterflies. The bees made lists of the stamens and left the trees for the wind's indulgence. And the winds were entrusted to the old wind bell before the eaves to remember one by one. Spring must have been like this, or possibly somewhere beyond it is still like this. Passing through the dark forest of chimneys, I want to visit the spring which is still roaming through ancient times.
。感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目，您也可以通过云听 App。在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目，并随时聆听节目回放。今天的节目就到这儿了，我是沈听，我们明天见。